Hi everybody, Beth Wee in the studio continuing our 12 Steps Unveiled. Today we're going to be talking about Steps 4, 5, and 6. So Step 4 made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. This is the step that teaches us courage. That is the principle behind Step 4. Why do we need courage? This is also the step that makes people run away. Why? I think it's hard to face ourselves sometimes when we're going to really look at where we've come in our morals. All of us have a standard within us. We know what's right and what's wrong. And we know when we've been bending the rules a little bit. For some of you listening, you would no more throw a piece of trash out the window of a moving car than, than you'd stab a next-door neighbor for letting their dog go to the bathroom on your lawn. I mean, they're the same to you. They're just One is just as bad as the other. And the reality is everybody has a compass, and everybody's compass needle moves. And when we get into obsessive or compulsive behaviors, our compass, our moral compass starts to change. And that's what we want to look at. And sometimes that can be frightening to face the fact of what you've allowed to happen in your life. You know, remember the important thing. If there are words for any misdeed you've ever done, then you are not the first person to do it. Language was created to describe it. So therefore, it is more common than you think. Please let up on yourself and just do this work. This work, if done thoroughly, will bring so much relief. It's all about the instincts. Creation gave us these instincts. Uh, when we were designed, we were designed with three basic instincts. The three S's. The first one is the instinct for sex. Yes, it's instinctive. You're not bad for thinking about it. You're not, you're, you're not good for thinking about it all the time. It just is an instinctive need that humans have. The next one is uh, security. You were made to feel safe and secure. That is the best state for the human being. Now, security can come to us in a number of ways, but emotional and financial security are going to be addressed in step four. So uh, step four also has a third S, and that's for society. We were created to be in relationship with other people. We were created to be a member of a tribe, a, a part of a community, a family member. That's how we were created. That is how humans are most successful, is when we work together. Now, all of these instincts for sex, for security, and for a place in society are, are wonderful and will help us have successful lives. But people that are powerless over compulsive and uh, obsessive behaviors and substances take these instincts to extremes. Other people do it too, but we're just looking at the, the group that's working together right now on their powerlessness issue. We take them to extremes. We want more or less than what other people have. So I'll take the sex instinct, for example. If you're a slut... Or if you're a prude. Everybody listening to me just now said, wow, she just said that on this recording. But here's my question. 
which one did you think is better than the other? Because they're both as far off center as you can get. You were created with a healthy sex drive. Sex is a healthy, a healthy instinctive drive. It's only when it's brought to extreme that it's, that it changes and it changes people. The same with security. If you're driven by a desire for more material possessions, or if you don't have material possessions and decide to feel victimized by that, you're moving off the center, which is a place of security. Emotional security, we want to feel safe. When you don't feel safe because of the way another person is treating you or the way you talk to yourself, more likely, um, emotional security gets threatened. These are things that we're going to look at in step four. Society, you know, that the false god of go-wopt, the god of what other people think. Are you always looking for power, for prestige, for, for the best seat at the table, that's, that is a social instinct gone to an extreme. But what about the people that go the other way? Isolation is a form of a social instinct gone astray. People were not meant to live alone. So if you feel most comfortable alone, that indicates a break in your instinctive uh, reality. So that's what the fourth step is looking for. And we have to have courage to look. Yes, it's a moral inventory. Yes, it's an inventory. It has to be written down. It's tangible proof that you want something to change. There are definite ways to learn how to do it, and we'll talk about that in another podcast. But we're going to move on to step five. Admitted to God, to myself, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Integrity is the spiritual principle that erupts from step five, and it does erupt. Exact nature, the exact nature of our wrongs. There was a wonderful man named Gene, and he, he was a college professor that retired in Vero Beach, Florida, where I live. And he used to say, Beth, don't worry about stealing the candy from the baby. If you stole the candy from the baby, that's a bummer. That's not good. But it's that you're the type of person that will steal candy from a baby to get your needs met that needs to be healed. So it's not the action that we're talking about. It's the nature of the action. How did that shift my nature? How did I move from being somebody who would protect a baby to somebody who would steal their candy if that would help me get what I need? Obsessive compulsive behaviors and compulsions they push me to do things that are against my very nature. That's what we're looking for healing for here. And how are we going to get that healing? We're going to admit it in front of another person. We're going to have a witness to our desire to create a new life. Our witnesses are also driven by the same instincts as we are. So they understand the plus and minus. The nature of wrongs, how low will I allow myself to limbo to get my needs met? What will I do for power, for sexual satisfaction, for material security? That is the nature of my wrongs. 
I can come to see that my actions that may not support who I really am are causing the problems in my life today. What's driving those actions? It's my need for those instinctives met. I want those instinctive needs met at any cost. Some costs are too great to the moral fiber of this being. And that's what I'm discovering here when I'm admitting in front of another human being and in front of God that this is what I've done. When you come to see your actions um, aren't supporting who you really are, it gets you ready for really big healing. It gets you ready to let go of what isn't serving your highest good. And that will drop you right on the steps of step six. I'll be honest, this one's my most difficult work when I'm doing my step work. The, re the step reads this way, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. The spiritual principle behind step six is willingness. My greatest personal triumph is what almost beat me. So you go through the tough parts of steps one through five. What could be worse? When I first worked the 12 steps, I was whoever you wanted me to be. <laughs> I had a Rolodex in my head and I would put your name on a card and fill it out with what would make you happy. And at the end, I would just, if I ran into you, I'd flip to your card and I'd be who you thought I was. At the end of my powerless junket, I was almost crazy because those cards were flipping. I was lying because I wasn't sure I was enough. I had to stop lying, but I couldn't. Um, there was this man who, who was from Boston. His name was Eddie. And he said, read the step again. We're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. And he said, Beth, your name is not in the step. It's not you that has to remove the defects of character. So I would have to trust that God would remove the things that were objectionable. I had to be remorseful for playing games with who I was, pretending to be somebody I wasn't just to get your approval. I had to see that that behavior was a form of lying. And I had to become entirely ready to trust that God could handle that for me and let me learn how to be the person I was created to be and to come to believe that that person was good enough. I didn't have to fake it. I could be who I was created to be. You know, letting go of those things is a different step. But becoming ready to have them removed was a little bit scary to me. And that's why this step was hard for me. Step six is about moving with willingness to a higher trust in the higher power. Because I'm going to put down my manipulations that I've used all my life to get my needs met. And I'm going to come to believe that a power greater than myself can provide for me what I need. Steps four, five, and six are often called the cleanup steps. So get ready. It's going to change your life.
It's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected. Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWE.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the uncomfortable conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at BethWE.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.